0: Hey, y'all, and welcome back to Can I Tell You a Story or Two with your host, Sittlin Lani, and I'm glad y'all can join. So I kind of wanted to do a little recap of last week, which was my introductory week, where I simply went over what the show's going to be about, a little bit about me, ways of contact, and submissions. So I don't remember me saying last week about my themes. I remember talking about the topics where I'll be going over little things such as relationship. Self-esteem, self-love, and so much more. So with those topics, I'll create a theme, entitle um, it something, you know, unique, and base the episodes off of that. So today's episode is going to be called Yellow Brick Road. So when I think of that, I think of instantly The Wizard of Oz. That's where I got it from. <laughs> and I think of the story Of the Wizard of Oz I don't know if everyone who's listening heard of the show or heard of the movie before if not go watch it it's wonderful it has a great storyline um they have multiple versions of it I think recently like maybe a few years ago they they recreated the the movie again um but just yeah the yellow brick road the main character Dorothy she lives in Omaha Nebraska I think Maybe not. She lives in a very urban, uh, no, she doesn't. She lives in a very rural city, a very country, country city with farm animals. And um, this tornado happens and it swoops her up and she's into this magical universe. As Dorothy goes on her journey, we come to the understanding that she wants to just go home. That's her only goal, that's her only plan, that's where she wants to go, home. As she, you know, as the movie goes on, she meets a few friends. Scarecrow, Tin Man, Cowardly Lion, and I think one more. I might be missing his name. And as she meets them, they all have one wish. Or, you know, one simple wish. Scarecrow wished for brains, Tin Man wished for a heart. Cowardly lion wished for, wished to be brave, and as we know, Dorothy just wanted to go home. So as the story progressed, they kind of come to the understanding about their true selves. You know, Scarecrow comes to the understanding that he does have a brain. He just had to, you know, use it. (laughs) Tin Man, he had a heart. He just couldn't feel the heartbeat. You know, he was made of steel. Cowardly lion, he was brave already you just didn't use it and I might be all wrong Um, I might have to watch the movie again too but by the end of the story they all learn that if they look truly deep within themselves they'll find their truth so I thought that was you know a good analogy to use with you know this little this week's episode um Yellow Brick Road as story or two the series you know, the, the podcast series progresses. You guys will learn more and more about me, and I thought it'll be a great way to just start talking about pathways and the journey that I'm on right now. So the story, I'll be t- or I'll be telling a few stories today um about pathways and my yellow brick road. So in my life, uh <laughs> I had a few epiphanies. And when I say epiphanies, I had midlife crisis. Um, I had to sit, I had to recreate my life again. And I'm I'm still very young, but I don't know. At a very young age, I was just having midlife crisis, just changing my my career choice. <laughs> I don't know who I thought I was. Um, but one of my favorite stories to tell people was when I was about two or three years old, and <laughs> That's a great story. Yes, yeah, so when I was 2 or 3 years old, I loved playing cash register. I'm in a store and I remember my mom buying I, I'm not even sure if my mom bought it, but I just remember my mom giving me a cash register and with fake money. Uh I think we got it from Toys R Us. And it came with fake food and the whole little store you can get go and I would make my mom play with me, my older brother play with me, and they'll buy little groceries from me, and they'll give me my fake money. But as time you know went on to um as I was two or three years old, not sure what age exactly um my cash register broke, and as you know life was progressing i I kept getting busier and busier, you know I was doing preschool big things uh <laughs> um yeah but my cash register broke and I remember one night (coughs) it was what's it called what was that show called American Idol was playing on my tv in the living room and it was this young girl she might have been 18 at the time and she was talking about her wanting to take on the business world and I was like oh yeah you know that's what I want to do I want to go into business one day and she was like, Yeah, I used to play with my cash register as a kid and and you know, it sparked something. I was like, Oh wait, I have a cash register. I'm two or three years old. So it was just sparking little things out of me. And so I was like, Mom, I'm gonna go find my cash register. So I made a mess in our bedroom and I found my cash register. And when I tried to open it, there was this little button that said open. It wouldn't open. And I kept pressing the button over and over, like, open, 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 it wouldn't open. So I called my mom and was like, mama, like, it's not opening, can you help me? So she started pressing open, not like, you know, I just did it, but she would press open. And it wouldn't open. So she called my dad into the room, and she was like, can you open this for her? And so he started pressing open not like we just did that a few seconds ago so I'm almost like I already did that you know it's not opening you know she wants her cash register open and so he went into the kitchen and he grabbed a screwdriver and I'm like what is that gonna do you know it's not gonna open the cash register you have to press open and he he broke he wound up breaking my cash register I was very sad but very happy in the end to find out that I had over three hundred dollars in my cash register and my dad said to me, he was like, what is this? You know, how <laughs> did you take this from anyone? My mom was like, no, she's been saving her money. And I was, you know, from my memory t- of today, I don't remember saving my money. Um, I remember gathering money time to time, but always had my fake money. And she was like, yeah, she's been saving. I, you know, I didn't know she gathered that much, but she's been saving little dollar bills every time, you know, we had change. And my dad was like, "No, no, no, no! She stole this." And I'm like, "No, I didn't. You know, I didn't steal anything." And um, so I winded up ca- counting the money, and I was like, "Wow, this is a whole bunch of dollars. This was stripper money." <laughs> and um, yeah, that that was the the start of my my pathway. It was the great epiphany of my life. That's when I knew I wanted to go into business. That's when I knew um, I was good with money. I don't remember how I gathered the money. (laughs) Um, But for me at the age of two or three to gather $300, over $300, was crazy. And a little fake cash register. The money broke the cash register. (sighs) So yeah, at eight years old, I had an epiphany. I met life crisis. I thought. If I didn't plan my life out then that i I won't go nowhere in life, so I gathered a composition book um at the time I was very I still am, but I used to be a shopaholic for school supplies office supplies, so I would just go to general discount or target or staples and just shop crazy for school supplies so Um, Out of my little drawers, I, I grabbed a composition book and grabbed a pencil and planned my life out. I didn't know what I was planning, but I knew that if I didn't plan my life out today, that tomorrow I would be just as confused as I was yesterday. So I talked to my mom and I was like, mom, what is the best way to plan my life out? She was like, hey, you know, create a plan. And I was like, Mom, that's what I'm trying to do, you know. I'm trying to plan my life out accordingly. She was like, create a plan, like a five to ten year plan. I'm like, Mom, what is a five to ten year plan? She was, she explained the whole process of uh, planning each year out. And I was like, wow, I can do that. You know, I'm eight years old now. By the time I'm 18, my, my whole life will be figured out. I don't know why at the age of eight I thought, um, I, was, uh, I don't know. that 18 was just the year that boom bada boom (laughs) but I planned my life out and I wrote in I still have the composition book today where at the age at the age of eight years old that I was going to master all my multiplication charts I was in the third grade that I was going to read three books and save ten dollars in my piggy bank at the age of nine years old i was going to save maybe 200 dollars in my piggy bank hopefully having a bank account i had big dreams um read maybe five books continue to master my multiplication chart and um a few other goals at the t- age of 10 um i think the goals kept you know becoming more at the age of 11 though That's when Apple became a big thing and the iPhone 4 came out. And I told myself, I'm going to get this phone. I'm going to get this phone and I'm going to get it for myself. I don't want my mom getting it. I'm going to do it for myself. So the phone was maybe $400 at the time, which was a lot of money for at least an 11-year-old. So I told myself, by by my birthday, I'm going to buy this phone. I'll save up $400 to buy my phone and I'll pay my own bills. At the time, I was paying my bills. I was paying rent to my mom and everything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so once the phone came out, uh, I didn't. I I had a, a crisis. You know, I think my hamster m- might have. It was her birthday, and she. I had to celebrate it. She wanted a party, so I gave her a party, and I spent my iPhone money. <laughs> So, at the age of 12 years old, I promised myself, that's when the iPhone 4S came out. Um, thank you, you know, Apple for coming out with a new phone. And, you know, it was great. That's when Siri came out. And I said to myself, this is the year I will get an iPhone. And I'll pay for it myself. And I'll pay, you know, the bill e- each monthly. So, I saved up my money. This time, the the phone was more. The only way for me to get the phone, by the way, was to pay full amount. Um, I couldn't just, I couldn't be tied to a contract because I didn't have credit. So I saved up my money and by my birthday, August 5th, I bought my phone. And that's when I knew, I was like, hey, I can do this. I can do this thing called life. You know, if I can buy my own phone, I can tackle the whole world. Little did I know. (laughs) No, i can still tackle the world um yeah so at the age of eight i planned my 10 year plan Uh, i went all the way to 18 um and then my mom at eight she was like what college are you gonna go to since you're planning your life out what college i was like oh yeah mom i gotta think of a college so that's when i started researching colleges and i found my dream college and day and night i would look up the college and I had my whole life planned out maybe even to maybe 20 but not officially um, I knew which dorm I was going to stay in and then I expected to get married by 18 for some reason <laughs> and so I wanted I was gonna to going to proceed to go into the the family living because by 19 I expected to have a kid yeah I had big dreams <laughs> And yeah, so yeah, I planned my life all the way to 18, which was very cool. You know, I was never without a plan. I always knew I had goals and I just kept adding to the the list and it was great until senior year hit and 18 was arriving and I had no plan left you know, I know I said that I kind of unofficially planned to 20, but that was only if I was going to get married. I expected, I expected to have a high school sweetheart too, and that didn't happen. Um, yeah, so senior year hit, and I had another midlife crisis. I said, you know, I already, this is around the time, November, me applying to colleges, and, um, Yeah, I applied to colleges and what's it called? Yeah, that's when it started hitting me. I was like, okay, what's next? You know, I need another five to 10 year plan. What am I going to do? Yeah, so once March happened and all the acceptances came out, eight year old me was a very sad kid because I didn't get into my dream college. I didn't get my high school sweetheart either. Um but I didn't get into my dream college and I was heartbroken in March. That was a very hard time and it very, it left me confused. You know, what, what was next? What was I going to do? If I didn't have this, at least one plan set out, what was I going to do? So that's in March. Um, I had to decide. I was like, or that's when some, you have to accept your college. And I was like, okay, what college am I going to go to if my dream college didn't want me? Who else wants me? You know, I got a, got accepted into a few others, but do I really want to be in those few others? Or how do I, you know, get into my dream college still? And that's when my yellow brick road. that's when those wishes, th- all of those dreams kind of just went into the air and I was just in a loophole I didn't know where to go next I was waking up each day just doing schoolwork and going to sleep eating showering using the bathroom and just on repeat um I had a web I still have a website but at the time or prior to those months uh, I was releasing poetry every month maybe weekly sometimes and once That acceptance wasn't my acceptance (laughs) Um, it kind of put me on a pause I was like I don't know what to do and uh, yeah I was living each day day by day and of course I was still dependent under my mom but in my eyes since I was so independent from a young age I didn't know what to do by April Um, that's when graduation, we started, we I had to start making plans and I decided my, the college I was going to go to, I had to accept that. Um, but again, I kept looking at my eight year old self as a disappointment. I kept thinking, Hey, (laughs) senior year me, I disappointed you. What do I do? And this yellow brick road that you built for at the age of eight, all the way to 18 and i I couldn't accomplish that one big dream that you had i'm sorry i felt disappointed not to my i mean to my present self but to my past self too and that that killed my soul having my whole entire life planned out i had my whole entire life planned out and the moment of walking the stage in june was unbelievable i think that's when i was like dang <laughs> it, it all hit that's when dorothy got swooped up and that tornado and she was just like wow like where am i where am i going like please take me home and i, I shook my counselor's hand looked into the looked into the crowd and saw all the flashing lights look are flashing at me and i sat and just thought what's next <laughs> uh, what pathway was i going on which yellow brook road which pathway was i trying to enter because obviously you know the one that i'm on right now doesn't make sense <laughs> yeah that was unbelievable so yeah i lived day by day i was just going with the flow and uh. I walked into the mirror after graduation. Not I didn't walk into the mirror. I went into the mirror and stared at my reflection and said, Hey Sid, what's going on? You know. We we all have those moments of just gathering ourselves and trying to wake ourselves up, trying to figure out what what's next. And I told myself, like, what's next? You know, what's what's going on? And I looked at myself and just thought, we have to gather that composition book and start writing another five to 10 year plan. So I went home a few days later and I gathered that composition book and tried, attempted to write those plans again. And I couldn't. And I I was kind of envious of my eight real self to have the ability to write 10 years of my life Ahead, and someone who was smarter, more experienced, couldn't do that now. And you know, now just looking back, that goes to show that dreams and aspirations as a young child are different from dreams and aspirations once you're older. So I couldn't do it. So June happened. I had a job at the time, and I was just going to work, coming home, sleep. And July hit, and I was going home, working, and it was just a very sad time. You know, college was about to, or the semester was about to begin in August, and I just didn't know which pathway was I about to embark. Did I want to change my major? Did I really want to go into business still? You know, two-year-old me saving $300, is that who I am now? So I got on my knees and started praying. I was like, Lord, you know, if there is a will, there's a way. (laughs) And I need you to help me now. Send me an answer. Hit me with a brick. And hopefully the the answers will come out of my head. And they didn't. Or not how I expected them to. And so I told God. I was like, God, I'm going to figure out my life. And I'm going to, you know, I guess do it without you. If you're not going to help me, I'm going to tell you my plans. And (laughs) there's this saying that if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans because he'll switch them right around and slap him in the face. And that's what I did. and He slapped me straight in the face in July. And yeah, that was (laughs) a sad time. So in July, August hit. My birthday week was happening. Um, I decided that I was just going to go with the flow that I'm not gonna force anything upon myself. I'm not gonna force a pathway that I can't plan right now. You know, eight year old me was capable of doing it, but 18 year old me couldn't. So the semester began and I was doing good. You know, I was planning each day by, you know, by the day I was just going with the flow and I was happy. September hit, semester's still beginning and I was able to start planning month by month. And luckily enough, now I'm able to plan months ahead. My mom told me, um, we had that little talk, just like eight year old me and her talked. She was like, Sid, you gotta plan your life out again I'm like, Mom, I can't do it, I can't you know, I know you want me to, but I can't. And she she was like, Sid, here you know, I'll help you a little bit. I'm not going to tell you your plans, but I'll give you you the system of doing how I do it. And I love my mom. (laughs) So I saw her plan and that kind of inspired me. Hey, I can do this. And I wasn't able to systematically write it like how she wrote it, but I do have a plan ahead. And to tie it all back to the Wizard of Oz and just pathways your yellow brick road we all have a journey we all have a pathway we're on we all can't expect you know our journey just to appear or that end goal to just appear on the spot that is unrealistic you know eight-year-old me was able to plan a whole life ahead but once that life ahead came to an end 18 years old there was no it wasn't there And I expected that journey just to, that pathway just to appear and not realizing that I had to walk on that road, hit some bricks a little bit, trip a little bit to start planning ahead again. We all have wishes. We all have goals. Keep dreaming. Keep having those hopes. Keep planning. We all have those epiphanies. We all have those midlife crises. They might not be as big as some. The grass might not always be greener to some, to others, but keep dreaming, keep having goals and aspirations. So that was the end of that story, my little senior year, um, my yellow brick road story. Uh, Ways of contacting me on my social media at story or two, as T O R Y or O R 2 T W O. Uh, my email, sidleilani at com S-Y-D-L-E-I at gmail, L-E-I-L-A-N-I at com and website dot sydleilan Um You guys are able to submit your stories if you guys want me to tell your stories on here. Um, yeah, and that's the end of this episode, this podcast episode. Can I tell you a story, too? I'm glad you guys can join. Thank you.